We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode number 257. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the More Rough Weather This Week. We got some stuff to talk about. Rough weather? Yeah, we had a little rough weather last week. I mean, it didn't get too out of hand here, but it did in some places. It almost got out of hand here. (laughs) I I thought it was over. Uh, Yeah, so... Last okay, so last Wednesday it seems to be happening on Wednesdays here lately. Um, so last Wednesday we were we under slight risk, just barely. Uh, yeah, I think just it was one of those where it went right on Branson. Brant the north part of Branson was in marginal, and the south east was you know in slight. Yeah, but uh, they started popping in Oklahoma earlier in the day. They had a bunch of tornado warnings earlier on. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Right after dark. Well, I wasn't sure anything was going to happen because that's like, okay, they're saying this. I mean, it, it really started kicking in, what, here? Were we under a tornado watch or a severe thunderstorm watch? Well, it took forever for them to post any kind of a watch until we had several severe thunderstorm watches in southwest Missouri before they popped a watch. And it was a real not tall but long watch all oh, okay. the way to Kentucky. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Just like and a long start- box. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Till 5 a.m. So yeah, and I thought it, it moved through uh, 10 o'clock, and I did a live. I think I did a live at 11:30. We went under severe thunderstorm warning, mm-hmm. and I know both you and me both were watching that thing. I think that was all attributed to the low because there was a nice little spin on that thing, and I remember the models taking a low across there. And of course, anytime you get to that cyclonic. You know, circulation. Is that redundant? Cyclonic circulation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works always, for me. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to get uh, the atmosphere all stirred up. You're going to get wind shear. You're going to get lift. You're going to get all this stuff. And that's kind of what happened. But then, didn't they? I mean, it was down in Arkansas, and then they popped that long one. And then didn't it go north? I mean, suddenly Springfield and them was in it. Springfield had a warning. A lot of our... Areas to the east had warnings, but the, the tornadic stuff kind of stayed down to the south. And before the night was over, there were several confirmed touchdowns down in Arkansas. Uh, EF1 up to an EF2. Oh, yeah, I saw that so, EF2. I know there were at least three confirmed touchdowns. Okay. So, but and none, one of them none, was just two counties to our south here. You know? Yeah, but none in Missouri, though. Not in Missouri. I don't think I don't think we get anything. I hid my trash can just in case. You know, I kept telling people I saw it coming, and I I did the live cast. I think I told you I was going on. It was like because it's like, well, when when it gets to Branson, people tend to want to gravitate to us, which is great. You know, and they was, are you going to go live? Are you going to go live? Are you going to do this? And I usually my rule is I generally don't go live unless it's going to directly affect us. So when we started getting those severe thunderstorm warnings in Southern Stone County. 
And it's like, you know, it's just a matter of time. And I stayed on the live cast thinking, okay, is it, are we going to pop, you know, for Branson? And I, I quit the live cast and what is like 20 minutes later, they popped a warning for, for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fortunately, not a lot of damage uh, in Missouri. I think we got some wind issues. I, I saw some reports where there's some wind issues. There's some right trees here. knocked down for sure. A lot of power outages that night, too. That's right. I forgot about that. I charged my phone up because I thought, you know, yeah. that's one thing. That's one of the safety rules that we always tell. If you know a severe weather event's coming, tornado, severe thunderstorm, whatever, make sure your devices are charged up because you may need to make a phone call. And if you have 20% on your phone, that's not going to last very long. We did have a, a really cool lowering coming from the west, and you could see it with the lightning. And you were texting me about there was a notch on radar or something. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a spin. And it was interesting there for a minute. You could hear a roar. Now, I don't know if it was any type of a rotation roar I was hearing. Sometimes you can hear the roar of a hail core, too. Right. So I don't know what it was. But uh, something was up because I was getting hail at the time. Yeah, and it was yeah. the weirdest hail. It was quarter size hail, but it was like one hail piece every five seconds. It was the weirdest thing I've ever felt. So just ever. a ball, like, like, wow. One would fall, and then one would fall over here, one would fall over here, and it was just the That's weirdest weird. thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't think I got a lot of hail here, but I got wind here because, uh, right? I, okay, so it went off at 10 a.m., 10, 10, 10 p.m. It kind of went over about 1230 or something, and I was looking on radar down in Arkansas, and I thought, that's all calmed down right now. I mean, it's still kind of coming this way, but I'm not going to worry about it because all the severe warnings and stuff were, were east of us at this point. So I was like, you know, I think it's pretty much over. And I went to bed. Well, was I wrong? Well, instability was a lot higher in Arkansas. I mean, that's where that the better, uh, even the slight risk was even more concentrated down there. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad it was did. supposed to get more severe as it went to the east. But, uh, you know, I was tracking the wind shear. I went back on the archives, and sure enough, we had wind shear go right over Branson that night. That I'm going to keep wild. my wind shear on this time, I think. I never use it before. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I watch those uh, weather reports out of Oklahoma City and Tulsa. We oh, watch, yeah. And they always go to the wind shear, shear not chill, but shear yeah. on the radar. <laughs> I was like, man, we need that. We need that. And I forgot we have, we have access to something like that. So I'm just going to leave it on my phone and see what happens. I mean, it... it supposed to track rotation you know we can look at rotation on our own right but uh it does a good job at that and i'm just gonna you know it's just a tool we have we might as well use it Uh, yeah especially in the springtime yeah especially when you got this rotation i mean do we have a links to no (laughs) that's not a that's not a that's just a routing system for oh, okay. a source, like a radar source, is oh, what okay. that is. Oh, is that it's links go to Links 2. Go to Links 2. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. it sounds links important. Links 2 can be a uh, a video of a guy driving in a field, or it can be the radar, oh. or it can be a lightning track, you know, whatever you want it to be. Oh, okay. But, it's, but, it's but like the a, weather guys can, can route it in a certain way, and that's how they tell the director, pull up Links 4. That's going to be the Doppler. Pull up links for it. Well, the weather guy knows what links for is. They know what links for. So the viewer's going to see what the meteorologist on air wants them to see. See, that's why you're in video. You're in TV. Well, I did you that know. for years. Yeah. Was like, you, you know, I just thought it was funny because I texted you, links for what's that? Links. <laughs> you had to explain it to me. Oh, well, I got a question for you. 
Was school uh, out? I mean, we had what we had two holidays, like Lincoln's was it Lincoln's birthday and President's Day or something. Correct. Was school out? Yes. Okay. See, I never know because I don't have kids. And yeah, school. they went to school today. They were out of school yesterday for President's Day. Oh, this is Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're recording this a day later. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, you you go back to work Thursday. Correct. Ooh. I do. Yay. Well, you get that money coming back in. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I don't know. I rehearsed with the Hughes today for three and a half hours on one song. One song? Three yeah. hours. Yeah. Did they get it perfected? No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the Hughes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But keeping them on track is... <laughs> is it a new big song for the year? It, they, it's a new, a new opener? opener. Oh, yeah, I it's see. a new well, opener. I, 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 and I here's, the t- here's the thing, too. They wrote it. Oh, so what happens is they wrote it. They made a track, uh, like a like a like an actual track, you know, with the instruments and the vocals and everything. Give it to me. And what I do as an arranger, a show arranger, I take that and kind of explode it and make it show-worthy. You know, because if you if you listen to a song on the radio and you play it on stage, it's boring. So you have to do stuff with it. So I so I kind of rework the vocals, rework, put a lot of horn stuff in it, and so that was fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they were they were all there, and then you know, watching that slight risk. Oh, let's talk about that slight risk. We are in a slight risk for tomorrow. Yeah, it's not tomorrow afternoon or prime time severe weather. Time, which is for Branson, yeah, night and overnight. It's actually a morning risk. Yeah, and I, I got to ask you a question too. Didn't this kind of come out of nowhere? <laughs> did it come out of nowhere, or did it gravitate to the north? Yeah, it's probably gravitated because they were doing that D four D five way down in Arkansas. They had it, and then they only had a uh, marginal for day. Three and then it went to slight yesterday. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised because I get an alert when when the second it gets issued, and I texted it right over to you. Said, "Uh oh, what's what's going on here?" And it was it had Branson in it for the slight. I like, wow. Yeah, and up, but and, this and thing goes north. north. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I was saying. It's like I was not expecting that. Although I had looked at models in the past, and I saw it kind of gravitating to the north, and that's when I texted you. So I've got a lot of questions I want to ask on your segment. So why don't we just get to the Model Minute, and we'll talk about that later. Model Minute, Model Minute, what do they say? It's the Model Minute. Okay, it's time for the Model Minute, and this is where you're going to shine, because I looked at models this afternoon, and I'm sure they're a little bit different tonight. Well... Possibly, I have not looked at model. Oh. Well, I, well, I say, I say this. I have looked at the GFS earlier. Okay, I haven't looked at the short term stuff though. Oh, okay, okay. So what I want to know is, there's different, there's conflicting reports. I mean, this afternoon the model said all the mezzos were saying about eleven o'clock it's going to get here, and all of a sudden, National Weather Service Springfield issues this graphic. It said Branson nine o'clock. So now I'm confused. So that's why I want to toss it to you. What do you see? Um. A nice little line supposedly going to develop, and uh, I'm looking at the uh, HRRR, which stands for High Resolution Rapid Refresh, and it is a high resolution, and it, it does rapidly refresh every hour. Yeah, I like that. So, 
Okay, we're looking at 14Z. It starts moving out of Oklahoma into northwest Arkansas. 14Z would be... 8 a.m. 8? 8 a.m. Yeah, we haven't got to... Yeah, not to daylight saving time. Next yet. week, no. Two, two, three weeks. Two, yeah, two, three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So 8 a.m., 15Z. It's well into McDonald, Barry, Lawrence County at 9 a.m. Stone County at 10 a.m. Branson at 11 a.m. See, maybe, that's what maybe, I'm maybe a little before 11. <sighs> so, uh, maybe before 10.30 or so. Okay. And that's, yeah, uh, the, the HRR, which is pretty reliable in situations like this. Oh, yeah, because it, the day it before. updates. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just, this isn't, it's just initialized. So, you know, it's the freshest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want? Any other model you want me to bring up real fast? Um, do you have the FV3 or is that a spinoff of the GFS? Um, I do. I would have to find okay. it. Uh, do you have the Wharf suite on there? Yeah. WRF? I do. Which stands for? Weather uh, Research Forecasting. I have to pull up that, that weather school again. <laughs> All right. Starts moving into southwest Missouri on the wharf. 14Z. So 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Same, same time. Wow. Same time, same channel. Well, not same channel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Branson between 15Z and 16Z. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Branson, that would be between 9 and 10. Okay, so that's a little quicker. It's moving a lot quicker on the wharf okay so let's see any other model you want to bring up uh, the only other one would be the nam if it's if oh, it's ready yeah. and this is why we check models you know models aren't perfect we aren't either we just get a consensus so now we know that the her says about 10 30 11 this name isn't very not very nammy high res <laughs> not on the 3k uh, i got it okay I was on the wrong one. Let's see. Oh. See, it has a bunch of stuff popping up ahead of the line. Oh, okay. It moves into southwest Missouri. 13Z. Much later. No, 13Z is 7. Oh, oh yeah. But that's a little earlier. I, was, I, I had my... Military time. In yeah, my- screwed <laughs> Yeah, really. It's hard. It takes me. It a while moves to get- into Southwest Missouri between twelve and thirteen Z. Wow. It's in Barry County by fourteen Z, so eight a.m. Uh-huh. And it is on the other side of Branson, on the other side of our county, Taney County, by eighteen Z. That's noon. Eighteen Z is noon. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe it is gonna. You know the the, the so. The models are similar, so you've They're heard similar, yeah. Especially the wharf and the HRRR. Interesting. Okay, so at this point, and again, th- we're recording this tonight at about eight forty-five p.m. So most people are not going to listen to this till after it's nah. over. So let's see if the models are right. Let's That'd see. be good. Let's see what if they knew what they were talking about this time. Yeah. Um. I'm going to bring up the GFS for some long-term business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, down the pike. We're, we talked about this one. So I think the GFS goes into March now, doesn't it? Oh, well into March. Oh, okay. What do you see it on that front? Um, it's not too interesting until later on in the in the cycle. I mean, we have some showers and possible thunderstorms move through. You know, last week we were seeing around the 26th and 27th, we were seeing some snow and some ice. We don't have any of that. Ah. 
We don't have anything like that, but we do have some possible stormage in place of that. Mm. So I'd like, I'll do. I'll take that. I'll take stormage. <laughs> it's that time of year, of course. Yeah. We have something kind of similar, kind of similar, maybe probably more of an overnight thing. Eh, the way they okay. way they happen here, anyway. But uh, kind of similar to what we're looking at tomorrow. And it gets through pretty quick. And then towards the end of the cycle, in the loop over here, man, this thing goes till March 9th. Oh, geez. Uh, we know that's at, accurate. Looking at some more <laughs> stormy lines coming through first week of March, which is to be expected. We're getting... We're there. We're, that's meteorological spring. That, yes. that, that one looks the most interesting of them all. I'll, really? tell, you, I'll okay. tell you that in, in the way of strong to severe you know, storms. And that's, that's, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you're not even seeing snow. I, I'm just, well, we're too warm. We're in a warm pattern. We are in a warm pattern. And I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about that. Mm -mm. Let's see. I'm going to look at one more thing. Maybe some snow on the backside of a system coming through right around March 3rd ish. Okay. The third, that's like 10 days. It's so far away. Yeah. I mean, it's there, uh -huh. but uh, well, and so that's what we out. call trending. We'll just keep watching, watching, and see if that's going to keep going. And then next week, right? You know, we'll we'll see if that that uh, keeps going. You never know. It didn't last week, but that's what the model minutes for. We look at the models and we talk about things that are on the models that aren't in the forecast. Exactly, and trending and going on. So, I mean. Looks like uh, we're going to get some rain tomorrow, but and slight risk. Uh, I think the day one storm prediction center comes out around. It's early. It's like eleven thirty tonight or something. So I'm sure I will right. be updating that. I mean, I don't think it's going to change much. I, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I don't. I don't have all the two hundred models that they have, and I don't know. <laughs> we're let's talk about tomorrow. I know. Nobody's going to be listening to it before it goes through, but we're looking at a what we call a non-zero tornado risk. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. 2%. Yeah. It's not big, but it's non-zero. Yeah, and it, it, it looks like from that line, it could be what we call the QLCS, the little frontline spinner type Correct. things, not the big super sellers. And there's more of a wind chance than a tornado chance, and there's more of a wind chance than a hail chance. I mean, we still have a chance for hail, but there's always a chance. Yeah, and there's something that uh, I wanted to tell people, and they probably heard it before. It's a, a phenomenon, what they call low cape high shear. And basically, that's what this situation is. Locate means the instability isn't that great. It's there, but it's not the predominant feature. But we're going to have a lot of wind shear upstairs, and that's going to be driving a lot of this. And when you have the directional shear, if you get enough and you get these rain-cooled thunderstorms and it, it goes down to the ground, which we call like a momentum transfer type of stuff, we're going to get some really gusty winds out of this thing. That's all it takes. Yeah. So the hail, I mean, I think they were talking penny size, maybe the last That's I about saw. Right. Yeah. We're in a 5%, I think that, but uh, wind, we're in 15. Yeah. So it could be. And there, the last graphic I saw from the National Weather Service had a little bit heavier of a rain to our west. It kind of tapers off just a little bit before it gets to Branson. Okay. It wasn't too much. We're not expecting a 
big amount of rain out of this. That's true. They, they it's gone kind of up and down, hasn't it? Because it yeah. it was around either side a half inch. I think that's right. What, what that's they about say now. right. And I haven't even looked at the grid in a while. Have you? Uh, no, you check out the grid. I want to uh, before we get to the weather school. I want to tell everybody update on the uh, averages. The average high today. Now this is Springfield. Uh, is 51. The average low is 30. We're cranking on up there. Next week, on the 28th, uh, the average high is 53 and the low 32. Now, all you got to do is take just a couple of degrees, one or two degrees, add to that for Branson because we're a little bit further south. But, uh, we're, yeah, we're definitely headed in spring. Uh, what do you see on the grid over there? Uh, it just says showers and thunderstorms before 3 o'clock. I think it'll be out of here before three, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the grid also says tomorrow night clear. I mean, this thing is going to get clear. out of here. 69 for a high tomorrow. Gusty winds, though. Of course. It's going to go with a quarter to a half inch possible. So it's oh. all right. Well, that's going to add a little and bit. And then, uh, you know, a good chance. Well, I shouldn't say a good chance. Uh, it looks like a wet pattern this weekend, Saturday night into uh, maybe early Monday. Chances of rain. Which, oh. You know, I see them on here, and it doesn't look anything spectacular on the model. Oh, so, so I'm just like light yeah, passing through. I could so. deal with that. I mean, the, the disc golf courses are just now trying to, to dry out a little bit. Oh, sure. size great. Oh, good. Uh, I went there, about killed myself, so i got to take a few days off because, you know, I'm not as young as, as you. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting old here. i got to do that. Okay, well, something we have to deal with in the thunderstorms is lightning, and there's a whole bunch of types of lightning, so this week's Weather School is all about lightning and what you can do to protect yourself and your property, uh, so let's get to the Weather School. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our Weather School. The sky is getting really dark, and I'm starting to hear thunder. Guess it's time to go inside, because I sure don't want to get struck by lightning. Lightning is a sudden electrostatic discharge that occurs typically during a thunderstorm. This discharge occurs between electrically charged regions of a single cloud, called intracloud lightning, or IC, or between two clouds, called cloud-to-cloud, or CC lightning, or between a cloud and the ground, or CG lightning. The best studied and understood form of lightning is cloud-to-ground, although more common intracloud and cloud-to-cloud flashes are very difficult to study given there are no physical points to monitor inside the clouds. Also, given the very low probability lightning will strike the same point repeatedly and consistently, scientific inquiry is difficult at best in the areas of high cloud-to-ground frequency. There are roughly 5 to 10 times as many cloud flashes as there are cloud-to-ground strikes. On Earth, the lightning frequency is approximately 40 to 50 times a second, or nearly 1.4 billion flashes per year. 
and the average duration is about two-tenths of a second made up from a number of much shorter flashes or strokes of around 60 to 70 microseconds. About 1 in 20 cloud-to-ground lightning bolts is positive lightning. This is a type that originates in the positively charged tops of cumulonimbus clouds. These strikes reverse the charge flow of typical lightning bolts and are far stronger and more destructive. Positive lightning can stretch across the sky and strike out of the blue, more than 10 miles from the storm cloud where it was born. Lightning is not only spectacular, it's dangerous. About 2,000 people are killed worldwide by lightning each year. Hundreds more survive strikes but suffer from a variety of lasting symptoms, including memory loss, dizziness, weakness, numbness, and other life-altering ailments. Strikes can cause cardiac arrest and severe burns, but 9 out of 10 people survive. The average American has about a 1 in 5,000 chance of being struck by lightning during a lifetime. On average, a lightning bolt can contain up to 1 billion volts of electricity. How hot is a lightning bolt? Well, it's only about 54,000 degrees Fahrenheit, or about five times hotter than the surface of the sun. Lightning's extreme heat will vaporize the water inside of a tree, creating steam that may blow the tree apart. Cars are havens from lightning, but not for the reason that most people believe. Tires conduct current, as do metal frames that carry a charge harmlessly into the ground. An average lightning bolt can release enough energy to power a 100-watt light bulb for more than three months straight. Many houses are grounded by rods and other protection that conduct lightning bolts electricity harmlessly into the ground. Homes may be also inadvertently grounded by plumbing, gutters, or other materials. Grounded buildings offer protection, but occupants who touch running water or use a landline phone may be shocked by conducted electricity. We've already talked about the three main types, intracloud, cloud-to-cloud, and cloud-to-ground, but there are other types of lightning as well. Anvil crawlers, also known as spider lightning. These are horizontal, tree-like in-cloud lightning discharges whose leader propagation is resolvable to the human eye. In other words, the anvil crawler's movement is slow enough compared to most lightning discharges that a human observer or normal speed video camera can see its rapid motion across the sky. This type of lightning often covers very large distances resulting in a vast, spectacular sky-filling discharge. Anvil crawlers are often very high altitude events and as such typically result in soft rolling thunder due to their great distance from the observer. The name anvil crawler is derived from the visible crawling motion and their tendency to appear along the underside of the anvil portion of a thunderstorm. Anvil crawlers can either occur independently completely within the cloud or in connection with a cloud-to-ground discharge. 
We also have what we call the bolt from the blue. This is a name given to a cloud-to-ground lightning discharge that strikes far away from its parent thunderstorm. A bolt from the blue typically originates in the highest regions of a cumulonimbus cloud, traveling horizontally a good distance away from the thunderstorm before making a vertical descent to Earth. Due to the final strike point being a significant distance from the storm, sometimes more than 10 miles away, these lightning events can occur at locations with clear blue skies overhead, hence the name. While many bolts from the blue are positive flashes, some of them are not. Next we have bead lightning. This is a name given to the decaying stage of a lightning channel in which the luminosity of the channel starts breaking up into segments. Nearly every lightning discharge will exhibit beading as the channel cools immediately after a return stroke, sometimes referred to as the lightning's bead-out stage. Bead lightning is more properly a stage of a normal lightning discharge rather than a type of lightning in itself. Beading of a lightning channel is usually a small-scale feature and therefore is often only apparent when the observer or the camera is close to the lightning. Next we have sheet lightning. Sheet lightning is a term to describe clouds illuminated by a lightning discharge where the actual lightning channel is either inside the clouds or below the horizon, not visible to the observer. Sheet lightning is, simply speaking, ordinary lightning that is hidden by clouds or terrain aside from the flash of light it produces. We also have heat lightning. Heat lightning is really just ordinary lightning from faraway thunderstorms below the horizon. On a clear night, lightning flashes from a distant storm and can be seen hundreds of miles away. Heat lightning got its name because it is often seen on hot summer nights at a time when thunderstorms are usually common. And finally, the controversial ball lightning. This is a rare phenomenon described as a floating, illuminated sphere that occurs during thunderstorms. It may move fast, slow, or stay stationary. It might be quiet or produce a hissing or crackling noise. It may pass through windows, last from seconds to minutes, and disappear slowly or suddenly, either quietly or with a loud bang. Now, no definitive photographs have ever been obtained of ball lightning, nor has any plausible scientific explanation been found for it to occur. Therefore, its existence remains questionable and currently given the same scientific credibility as a UFO. Furthermore, many ball lightning reports have been found to be nothing more than power line arcs and other unrelated events. The byproduct of lightning is thunder. Thunder can range from a loud crack to a long, rolling, soft rumble. You can tell just how far away a thunderstorm is by counting the seconds between the lightning flash and the thunder onset. A five-second time lapse equals one mile. So, if there's ten seconds between the lightning flash and when you hear thunder, then that portion of the storm is two miles away. A fun fact, people who are afraid of thunder 
suffer from brontophobia. There's really no safe place outside when a thunderstorm is in the area. So if you hear thunder, you are likely within striking distance of some lightning. Just remember, when thunder roars, go indoors. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. Yeah, so they're talking about that ball lightning thing. I haven't read anything if they've actually said it's a real thing or not, but uh, lightning is not to be messed with. No. no. Okay, it's time to get to in other news. So you got anything over there? Yeah, I got, you know, I, I, I texted this to you the day it happened on that Wednesday of the storms. And, and there's a gal over at the Storm Prediction Center. Her name is Elizabeth Leitman. And she has a Twitter account, and she posted this on Twitter. She was so excited, so happy. She became the first woman to ever issue a convective watch at the Storm Prediction Center. That's awesome. Congratulations, Liz. Wow. And it surprises me a little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I it's kind of caught me off guard, actually. Because, you know, I've seen the movie Twister, and they were... There was women issuing watches all over the place. On the, it was it was the uh, National Severe Storms Laboratory back then. Ooh, that's right. So uh, good for her. Good for her. I think that's great. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was happy. I think. I of course, mean, they're getting younger over there. It looks like. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, oh, we're getting old. No, I mean the only thing I saw that she she's been working there for thirteen years, and this is something like her first lead. Uh, I forget what they call it. She she moved up basically, mm-hmm. but yeah. So and it's kind of like the the medical field. You know, doctors were only guys for such a long time, right. and now there's women doctors. So we need to have more women issuing these watches. Good good for you, Liz. Um, <laughs> okay, Winter Storm Olive. Ooh. Weather Channel's at it again. Olive, I know. It doesn't sound too menacing in olive. No, it's kind of nice, actually. An olive? Yeah, olive oil, you know, you can yeah. cook with it and stuff like that. Now, okay, Weather Channel, stop. Would you just stop with the naming? Okay, uh, that's raising some havoc up there. And is it all all along the northern it's U.S.? from basically coast to coast, it looks like. You know, it's just, uh, I'm glad we don't have to worry about it. Man. People have been messaging us about... Is there a chance it could right. come this far? I was like, oh, we're in spring. I'm in spring mode already. I'm, I'm totally in spring mode. Yeah, it's just the way the pattern is set up. Uh, we're in more of a southerly zonal flow, so the cold air is up there. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I have friends that live in Wisconsin. They're posting pictures and, <gasps> and uh, graphics from their weather people saying 15 to 22 inches of snow. I was like, uh, I, I'm, no. No. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Well, I saw on the Weather Channel, uh, uh, Chris Bruin, one of the meteorologists there, he was up in Milwaukee. Winter storm warning said, you know, up 20 or more inches. And he said, I'm just going to wait and see if they're going to pull the trigger on a blizzard warning because as this main system that's affecting us moves up there, they're gonna winds are going to increase to 40, 50 miles Jeez, an hour. That's yeah. ridiculous. Plus over 20 inches of snow. So, you know, it, you know if you live in Minnesota... Good for you. 
<laughs> well, I guess they're used to something like that, right? Well, I know a lot of the Wisconsinites, yeah. I mean, if you live in North Dakota, if you don't like the weather, you really need to move because it's not going to, you know, you're going to get rough weather up there. Yeah. Well, speaking, are you done with that one? Yeah. Speaking of uh, naming storms like the Uh-oh. Weather Channel does. So. <laughs> well, I have in my possession the uh, 2023 hurricane names for the Atlantic hurricane season just released. Wow. Okay. We're going to start off, you know, maybe early. We'll see. We've had, a, we've had a storm a couple of weeks ahead of time before, you know. Of course, yeah. we're not getting getting down till uh, June 1st is when we open in the... Technically. Yeah. You're talking Atlantic. But so sometimes, it, well, yeah. Okay. Pacific opens just a little earlier, a couple of weeks earlier. Than gotcha. That. But we're going to start off with Arlene. Of course, these are cycled every six years. So yeah. I remember some of these names. Okay. Arlene and Brett. Is our second storm Brett with one T, okay? Like Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. We have we have uh, it could be you know I remember this name Tropical Storm Cindy. I don't know that just rings a bell. Cindy huh. is next, followed by Dawn and Emily and Franklin, and then we have Gert. Now I remember Gert. Gert. <laughs> I remember that name. Really? G E R T. Oh my God! I don't remember that. <laughs> so uh, no Randys. I see a Tammy, Vince, uh-huh. Whitney, Ophelia. That name's familiar. Now, I don't see any really hard-to-pronounce names. Uh, maybe the I. The I is always a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Remember, I, I, I want to say I mean, Iglesias. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying I, to think of what it is. Isaias. Or I, Isaias, yeah. I was like, what a name. Well, this Why? One's easier. This one's <laughs> not, not like the Vidalia onion. It's just Idalia. <gasps> Idalia. Yeah. That's an easy I name. dare you to outrun me on that. Oh, course. oh, yeah. oh, Dale, not dare. Okay, so never mind. Now I don't know if it's Philip or Philippe, but it has it, it ends with an E. A oh, P-P-E. P-P-E? That's yeah. Philippe. Okay, we have Rena, Sean, Tammy, Vincent, Whitney. So now wait a minute, is it Sean S H A W N S E A N? Oh, like Sean Hayes. Like Sean Hayes. There's like 65 ways to spell Sean. A lot of these <laughs> are pretty laid back. You know, grandpa names like Don and Franklin and Harold. We have Jose, Harold. Nigel, Lee. We have a Lee. But uh, Vince, we have Vince. Now, Jose, remember Jose. Remember, that was the one in the middle of the Atlantic six that or was, so years ago that kept he, going in a circle. Jose had some Jose uh, Cuervo out there, yeah, I think. So I he that. was, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Those are the uh, Atlantic names. And I haven't seen any forecasts this year like we've had in the past. Maybe it's early. I guess it's still early for that. Mm. About uh, how many name storms are predicting. You know, they, they, they forecasted above average. Now, it wasn't too out of hand last year like it was the year before. They said it was going to be like major, and all of a yeah, sudden yeah, yeah. it just petered out. It, it just stopped. Well, we got that. We always have the, uh, I almost said Arctic sand, <laughs> the Saharan sand. <laughs> come through, you know, yeah, yeah. May. Well, that'll squash July. it. Yeah. And it does. It like starts and then pauses. And it's done that like past three seasons yeah. and then it starts back up strong. That Yeah, that's right. Just for some so, reason this year, when was it like October? It just like one or two and then it just mm-hmm. stopped. Yeah. Like, that's weird. I remember that. Okay. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're going to start this year not going to the Greek alphabet, right? They talked well, about I it. Well, I had heard that, yeah. and I don't have that in, in front of me here. Okay. But uh, I think I think you are correct 
Yeah. Because I know they talked about it, but... And I didn't have a problem with that. Did you? I mean, no, I thought it was great. I, I wish they, if they did that, that they, they would add the year uh, after Are it. they... True. True, true, true. Yeah. So I, I assume they'll just recycle back to the A's, right? I, that's what I think. And if it was a... And a, maybe when we need A them. girl, maybe they switch it to a boy. Could be. I, I think they're going to leave the... even need them. They're going to leave the uh, Greek alphabet to COVID. Okay. All the new <laughs> variants. Makes sense. <laughs> I don't sense. know. <laughs> so uh, we'll be awaiting the uh, National Hurricane Center outlooks and the outlooks. Uh, is it? Is it? A, it's not Colorado University. It's Colorado State or something. They always put one okay. out somewhere over there. Remember they? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Big. I'm thinking maybe March. Big tropical state of Colorado. You're right. <laughs> puts one out. Yeah, they they have lots and lots of. Uh, but we're getting turkeys. there. Yeah, we're getting there. You know what? And I made a point to listen on your porch for spring peepers, and sure <gasps> enough, they were there. Now they weren't strong. I could only hear one or two every ten seconds or so. Really? But it was definitely a spring peeper. Oh my! They God. are definitely out. Maybe the frogs know something that we don't. Maybe spring is here. Oh. Maybe the frogs are better meteorologists than the groundhog. Oh, let's not even talk about the groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us, totally wrong. I mean, we're a week. What what is today? The twenty first. Yeah, we're almost to March. We're almost a meteorological spring. We got one more podcast in <gasps> February. Yeah, before yeah. meteorological spring. Wow. Yeah. So psh, <laughs> we're there. I know. Now the peepers. That's frogs. That's frogs. That's the frogs. Wow. I need to go out out there and. Uh, Listen to him. You know, I got a bug light. Did you see that? I didn't see it. Oh, I finally got I I've been fighting bugs around that light all the time. And my buddy Gary said, why don't you just get a bug light? I went, really? Like a moron. It's like, and now I put it in. There's no bugs. Yeah. Why'd you put it in like <laughs> now? Like recent? Uh, about a few days ago. Oh. But see, but I left the other porch light I uh, white. And so Gary went out when it was warm, and he said that, that moths and everything were flying around the other one, but there wasn't any around the bug light. Mm, so course. those things work. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I only have one other thing. Have you ever heard of what they call the Doomsday Glacier? Have you heard that? I've heard the term. Well, the technical name is the Thwaites, or Thwaites, T-H-W-A-I-T-E-S Glacier. It's in Antarctica. Uh, it's about the size of Florida, and the article was really interesting. So I, I wrote down uh, some uh, highlights from that. So this is from part of this article. It says, part of what holds it in place is an ice shelf that juts out onto the surface of the ocean. The shelf acts like a cork, holding the glacier back on land and providing an important defense against sea level rise. Uh, each year, it sheds billions of tons of ice into the ocean, contributing to about 4% of the annual sea level rise. That's a lot when you talk about the whole sea. Oh, yeah. Uh, says the complete collapse of the Thwaites, I guess, itself could lead to a sea level rise of more than two feet, which would be enough to devastate coastal communities around the world. Uh, said, uh, while it could take hundreds or thousands of years, that's what I'm thinking. It's not going to immediately. Says the ice shelf could disintegrate much sooner, triggering a retreat of the glacier, which is both unstable and potentially irreversible. There's melting going on. That's scary. 
it's very, very scary. I mean, I was comforted to see that last one. <laughs> While it could take hundreds or thousands of years, like, okay, yeah. not in my lifetime, but right. our kids and ki- their kids and their kids' lifetime or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Uh, Got to wish my kind of grandson, Logan. I haven't talked to him very much. Uh, I've been so busy. He's down in Fayetteville. His birthday is tomorrow. So la- happy birthday. Where's my applause? Happy birthday, Logan. Uh, he'll be 23. Wow. 23. Can't believe it. I got to send him a, a, a bit emoji tomorrow. So, is that all you got in the yep. interview? That's all I got. Okay, well, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the weather word of the week. And Corey, we're going to toss it to him. It's actually a, two words, it's not one. But <laughs> anyway, so Corey, what is this week's Storm Dart weather, weather word? Of the week. That would be Tilted Storm. Ooh. That sounds very interesting. Well, it is exactly what it sounds like. Okay, what is it? A Tilted Storm. Oh. It's a thunderstorm or cloud tower, which is not purely vertical, but it instead exhibits a slanted or tilted character. It's a sign of vertical wind shear, a favorable a favorable condition for storm development. Severe storm. Yeah. We yeah. like that. Sure. I don't. I don't know if I've. I mean, I'm sure I've seen it, but I can't recall right off the bat seeing a thunderstorm and have it tilted or whatever. Well, you have to be in the right angle to see it. Yeah, you must be. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I know, we go out there and we see mammatus clouds. No, oh, sure. Yeah, mammatus, mammato cumulonimbus, or mammato. Some people say that mammato cumulonimbus. Love those clouds and the asparagus clouds. We we've had a few of those. We've had some nice clouds. I got some good lightning the other night, too, on my drone. Oh, my gosh. That picture was awesome. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get any tomorrow or in the next couple of weeks. I'll try to get some lightning shot. I like to get the lightning shots. It's just, it's just so tricky with a drone because you got to get it up there before the wind hits. That's right. Because it'll take it 60 miles away. <laughs> or before it starts raining, you want it to get wet. So right. you just really have to you know, tie well, it out. It's got to be breezy. And uh, you did the model minute, so it looks like maybe... Yeah. General consensus, 9.30-ish, maybe. One of the models said later. One of the models said sooner. I'll get up early. I'm going to go uh, get my walking in in the morning. Good. I got to get up early now. I got to get my body used to getting up early and going back to work. Oh, that's so I'm going right. to try to work out before work this year. Okay. So Good. Uh, then when you get home, you don't have to do anything. Well, I get all my walking down in the cave. I don't have to walk no. anymore to start <laughs> that's work. That's true. But I'm doing weights now. So I do my weights in the morning, and then I'll just do my walking throughout the day. So... I'll nice. do that in the morning. I'll be having my uh, iPad in, on the treadmill. I'll be looking at the models and the radar by then. You awesome. know, I mean, we don't have to look at models in the morning. We'll see it on radar. We'll keep watching those radar trends and uh, post them when needed. And oh, yeah. Hopefully, we won't have to go live or anything, but if we have well, to, we will. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to get up a little early, uh, like 8-ish. I normally don't get up till 8.30 or 9, but, you know, we got this coming if I'm going to go live, I don't want to look like I just rolled out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> See, good thing I got the, the hat, so that's good. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully this will everybody can be safe tomorrow. Got anything else to add? I think that's it. I think we have wrapped this one up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com also check out our website at stormdarweather.com 
Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>